All right. Um, the Naismith Memorial High, uh, Basketball Hall of Fame announced that basketball icons Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, and Tim Duncan, along with Indiana Fever star Tamika Catchins, former Houston Rocket head coach Rudy T. Rudy Tomjanovich, former Oklahoma State coach Eddie Sutton, Baylor's woman coach Kim Mulkey, and Bentley University's women coach uh, Barbara Steffens and the IOC and FIBA executive Patrick Ballman will be inducted into the 2020 class of Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, you have two of the greatest power forwards of all time, even though the argument is always Tim Duncan as a center. And unfortunately, tragically, you have the late, great Kobe Bryant, who we lost before the world really went crazy. Let you know how crazy this year has been. Um, won't be there. Um, I, I want Listen, to be honest with you, will they even have the, the – I mean, I guess this is in the summertime, so they should be able to have this. Or is this in the fall? When is the uh, August. Yeah, it's August twenty August. twenty eighth to thirty August twenty eighth and uh, the thirtieth. So at that point, we think that we will be shutter in place to be over. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully for the most place. But then, see, this is still the thing. Even if shutter in place is no is over, how how are you they going to allow people to congregate? Are they going to say? Remember how many people are usually at the Hall of Fame when they have those inductions? Especially this one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, are they? Yeah, so are they still going to sit there and, and allow all those people to get together, which would be definitely sad because this is, I hate to say, the culminating the culminating point with Kobe now. We didn't think with how right. Kobe went on to win a Grammy, I mean, I mean an Oscar and a, a Grammy, right? Not a Grammy, an no, Oscar and an Emmy. Oscar. Oscar and an Emmy. He won an Emmy too. Yes, he did. He did. He won an Oscar and an Emmy, and clearly Kobe was going to continue to grow to be something greater than just a basketball player. And that's gone now. And now it kind of goes back to that basketball lane. And the kind of the last thing is when you get into the Hall of Fame, it's like the, the, the going away party in a way after five years after your career. So it's definitely deflating uh, to sit here and know that this class and two of the players in Kobe and Kim, Tim Duncan set the stage for one and done, which is about to return to the NBA in what, a year or two? About a season. You mean I Kevin believe. Garnett, right? That's what I mean, Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Uh, we're about to sit there, and they they set the they set that the narrative is with one and does what people didn't believe, especially with Kobe. One thing people didn't think, you know, uh, with KG being so skinny, he was still looked at the fact that he was seven feet. That there was something that you can use in the NBA in the first couple seasons, if not few seasons. People didn't know about a guard coming, a, a kid guard coming uh, from high school, and how uh, soon you'll be able to, to 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 give that throw that kid into the fire. You, I, I've been seeing Kobe talk about Dale Harris and sitting him for three years, basically, until Rick Fox and whoever he was going to start uh, behind Rick Fox got injured and Kobe finally got to play. And Kobe started talking about, think about my numbers, what would they would have been if I played those first three years when people look at yeah. numbers to validate everything or whatever. Because, I mean, if you look at what Kobe was in all-time scoring, if you had three more years to that, this, he's probably the leading – he probably gets the records at that probably. point as far as yeah, the all-time score, which probably LeBron is going to break. I thought I thought LeBron was going to break it and, and uh, Kevin Durant was going to pass him. I don't think Kevin Durant's going to pass LeBron now, missing another season because he's missed what is like two and a half years. with the, He had like a year and a half he missed in OKC mm -hmm. or whatever. But uh, still – to sit there, Tim Duncan, um, I can remember, man, it was so good to have basketball in the 90s because you had, you know, you open up Sports Illustrated, Ray Allen and uh, and Allen Iverson are in the Big East, and you kept hearing about this kid from the Virgin Islands that was at Wake Forest, and that any year he would have came out, he would have been the number one pick, and he stayed off four years. I still hate 
uh, Lauren Woods to this day for transferring from Arizona and coming there and moving Tim Duncan to power four because it was all a lie, still is a lie. It will always be a lie. Uh, but definitely, uh, I look for, but it's still somber, uh, this upcoming Hall of Fame class. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, definitely with uh, Kobe Bryant not being able to be there, um, that's going to be sad. Actually, I just got a, uh, a tweet or a notification saying the Lakers just put together a great Hall of Fame Mm-hmm. Uh, video, yeah, video for um for Kobe Bryant talking about it'll make you cry. Uh, so that's that's going to be that's going to be so sad to see. But it's also going to be good time to celebrate uh, everyone that's, that is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From the ladies going in, Tamika mm-hmm. Catchings uh, going in. You have like I said, for Tim Duncan, Ruth Kim Mulkey, Kim Mulkey going. She kind of she broke through that that uh, Gino Oriema. Like yeah. it's one thing I was want to talk to y'all guys real quick. Yeah. Um, it was, I was t- thinking about um, when we were talking about the uh, basketball, the highest college greatest player. Yeah. And I was Diana Taurasi, and I thought she should have went further. But one of the arguments I was having in my head was during the period that Diana Taurasi and UConn were on top, they only really had to play against Tennessee. Right. But nowadays, and Tennessee isn't Tennessee, but UConn is a UConn, but you still have Baylor. South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, you, you you have more teams. Oregon, yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. I meant that. I said I meant Oregon too, and Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's it, even if it's only five, it's more than they're just being necessarily two. And Kim Mulkey is one of those players. She's been a coach for a long time. Yeah, she's one of those women that helped take it to a, a, another level and elevate that, that Baylor's uh, women's basketball program. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Like I said, this isn't the NBA Hall of Fame; it's the Basketball Hall of Fame, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. So, no, it's going to be a great class, man. It's going to be. Hopefully, Best class ever? No. I was thinking that because I, I know everybody's probably going to think about the class with Jordans was was really. Who else would it well, like? What was Mike and who else? Because it was a couple. It was like Mike John Stock. Did John Stockton go was, in there? Yeah, John Stockton went in. Uh, uh, did, I, did David Robinson go in in that class? Yes, he did. I believe. Did he? I believe so. Yeah. But this one is his Michael Jordan class just, was really good. But this class is up there, man. It's it's up, up there. there. It's, up, it's there. up there. It's definitely going to be up there. I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, I'm, they 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 do uh, Eric. Is it usually on ESPN or is it on NBA TV? It's on NBA TV. It's been that way for the last several years. Okay, all right. Because I know I watched it one year. I think yeah, it was NBA TV. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a good time. And like I said before, although Kobe is here. It'll be a good time to celebrate overall everybody going in. Yeah, right. See, I think uh, the only thing sad, like, because we did the Kobe Bryant funeral memorial, and I think mm-hmm. that that kind of got us through the rest of the sadness. I think mm-hmm. that the only thing sad is we're probably not going to be able to congregate because that. Mm-hmm. I think that August party for Kobe, that was going to be the first time we were going to celebrate him without sadness being an, like a huge theme in it. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, people are going to be sad still. But I think this was going to be the celebration time. Yes. This was going to be the good vibes. Yes. Everybody partying. Like, man, he was the bomb, and I'm glad we at least got to say goodbye to him. But if no one's going to be there, then it's just going to bring back that sadness all over, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. 87 class was Pete. No, go ahead, Sid. Go ahead, Sid. No, just real quick, I want to piggyback off your point about Kobe Ken about his first three years. He will probably be number one, number two in the scoring. Remember, Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel were the starting uh, guards in front of him, so he came off the bench and he made the all-star game his second year, barely averaging 15 points a game. He had to take GM Jerry West to trade both those guys for Kobe to start in his third year. Yeah, somebody got hurt, too. Who got hurt? And then he Rick Fox got hurt, but then the backup got hurt. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, 
And then uh, they froze Kobe out that All-Star game, too. Because Kobe was about to steal him an MVP. And they was like, slow down, shorty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? They was like, you are not. I don't even know if he played in the fourth. I think he ain't playing in the fourth. Kobe was coming at Mike. That's Mike right. Fresh mm-hmm. coming back. Kobe was like, ah, I'm here for mine. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, ooh. All right, look, 87, you had Pete Maravich, uh, Walt Frazier, Rick Berry, Bob Hubricks, and uh, Bob Wazir. Then you had, real quick, I'm sorry, I have to click these. I hate when they do that. You had, I'm going to take uh... – oh, 06, you had Barkley, Joe Dumars, Dominique Wilkins, Gino Oriema, Sandro Gamba, and Dave Gavitt. That's a good class right there. That's pretty good. That's a good Barkley. class. That's, I'm not saying – all right, 293. Julius Irving, Walt Bellamy, Bill Walton, Dan Issel, Dick McGuire, Calvin Murphy, Ann Myers, and Old John Simonja. All right. Second. I wonder if this class has the most NBA titles. 2016. That's a good one, right? That's a good one, 2016, you had Shaquille O'Neal, Zelmo Betty, Allen Iverson, Yao Ming, Daryl Gatson, Tom Izzo. Was that 2012? It's 2016. Look, well, wait, let me finish. Y'all mean Daryl uh, Garrettson, Tom Izzo, John McClendon, uh, Cumberland Posey, Jerry Reinsdorf, and Cheryl Swoops. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. That's a yeah. big class, too. That's wow. a big class. All right, in 2018, you had Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Grant Hill, Maurice Cheeks, Ray Allen, Dino Raja, Charlie Scott, uh, Charles uh, Drizzle, or Drizel, uh, Aura, May Washington, Rod Thorne, who drafted Michael mm. Jordan, uh, Rick Welts, Katie Smith, and Tina Thompson with her lovely, luscious lips. Um, well, this seems like, at worst, the third best Hall of Fame class 2010, in NBA history. This 20, might... 2010, no. Scottie Pippen, Carl Malone, Dennis Johnson, Gus Johnson, uh, Jerry Buss, Bob Hurley, and Cynthia Cooper Dyke. Ooh, that might that's, be. That's, that's a that's hard, hard one. Yeah. That's a hard one right there. You got, listen, you got maybe the greatest WNBA player really at her highest. Was, people forget what Cynthia Cooper was doing when the yeah. WNBA opened up. Oh, yeah. wait, uh, you had Ewing, Akeem Olajuwon, Adrian Dantley, Bill Davidson, Pat Riley, uh, Catchy Rush, and Dick Vitale. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, where, where do we, like, Kobe is what? The second best shooting guard. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah. this, this, yeah. let me let me drop this one real quick. 1980. You had Jerry Lucas, Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, Les Harrison, Everett Salt, uh, Sultan, and uh, Dallas Shirley. Okay. And we may only have two more. Then they got number one here. Uh, they got Jordan, David Robinson, uh, John Stockton, Jerry Sloan, and C. Vivian Stringer. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, that's right that's the one that I think might be better. I think Ooh. I like them second. This Listen, you can argue that the Kobe one, because the thing with the Kobe one is Mike is, the, all right, let's just go by position. We're not to say he's the greatest player, but let's just say he's the greatest shooting guard. Yeah. Right. Kobe's the second best. Yeah. If, if Tim Duncan is a power forward, he's the greatest power forward. Right. Kevin Garnett. What is, he, what is he as a center if we put is he a top I think five he's top, I think he's right at five or six. Yeah, I would say that's top why 10. I usually push him at I usually I think he because you definitely gonna go uh, you're gonna go um Kareem. Kareem yeah, Kareem Wilt Bill Russell. Uh, definitely Olajuwon and Bill Russell. Even though to me Bill Russell is more of a power forward, but yeah, still he played the center. Bill Russell and but see I be honest with you, and, and that would be part of the argument. Um, I could still put on over two of them, and I hate to say this, this is blasphemous. I could see myself putting T 
Timmy over Olajuwon. And the fact is, Olajuwon, Olajuwon at his peak is greater than Timmy, but Timmy sustained his peak for an extended amount of time. And I'll say this much, it wasn't Olajuwon's fault. Tim had a better surrounding cast when you got uh, when you got Mono and um, and Tony, uh, Parker. Tony Parker around him. Elijahwan didn't have a, a, a great uh, surrounding cast until, so, until later in his career. To, to, and those players were older for older. the most part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that I would, would probably throw in. And what about Kevin Garnett? Real quick, Kevin Garnett. He's top ten, probably top. Top ten, I know, I know, yeah, top ten power forward overall. You might, he might be able to sneak top in five? top five. He might be able to sneak in the top five. I mean, if you put impact, he's clearly top five. Yeah, because nobody changed, played him like that. He changed the draft, and mm-hmm. he was a different type. Like one player that would totally freak the NBA out today if he was playing today is, is Kevin Garnett, because when you're doing this switch everything shit, and you don't want to play with the big. And you got him now playing center. And when he came into the league, we were kids. He was getting pushed around at small forward and, and power forward. Yeah. He wouldn't be getting pushed around for the no. most part now. And he switched. Dog, he's switching off that long on everything. And wait, like, think, think about and this. He was a decent three point shooter at Boston, he was, wasn't he? He was a good shooter. Yeah. For, was, his, was, yeah. for his, his. By the time he got to Boston, he was a good. Sh- listen, for a big, he was a yeah. nice shooter. Yeah. But he. When he got to Boston and the NBA was changing, he extended it out to the three-point range. Now, I mean, now think about it like this, though, Ken. Think about it like this. See, you can definitely hop in too. Think about it like this. Now, you just said he would probably be he would be crazy coming into this coming into this league right now. So that would mean he would probably would have expanded his his style of play mm-hmm. years right. ago. So yeah. what you will probably see is him being almost somewhat maybe with a nasty streak on the inside, like a Kevin Dar Kevin Durant. Because he would have learned how to shoot the three better, he would have learned how to uh, handle the ball a lot better, and he would, and he still had that nastiness in him anyway. He would, he'll go down low too. So it would be freaky. It'd be freaky. Uh, it would be freaky. He, he would have been a tougher, more aggressive. He's stronger. Kevin Gar- Kevin Gar- Even to be a uh, skinny Kevin guy, he he was a strong skinny yeah, guy. Like man. he was, he was yeah, really he was. a strong. And listen, athlete. What thing to do? What one of the illest dunks? I remember KG. Jumps up for a rebound. The rebound comes down to his hips. He's in the air. He grabs it and windmills the hell out of it. It was so – listen, the freak – the handle at that age – I mean, at, at that size, size at that time, like, he was really freaky. Like, sometimes he's underrated because, really, he stayed in Minnesota too long. Yeah. Like, he should have had more MVP. Kevin, Kevin Durant – I mean, Kevin Garnett – should have been taking part in at least – he should have maybe won two and been a part of almost winning three. But because he stayed there and the winning, if he had wins, he he would have gotten MVPs. If he had wins, yeah, you, only you know, one, right? Did, yeah, just like it, what, only one time, maybe it was twice, but I believe only one time did the Timberwolves time, yeah. make it past the first round, yeah, and that was yeah. the Sam Cassell Spreewell uh, season or whatever. Like, and then they didn't want to play Spree. Like, they didn't even want to give him another was, chance. Go ahead. Who was that white dude? That was on his team in Minnesota. That was like his number two. Uh, Wally Zerbiak. Yeah. Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <Wally> <laughs> See what you're saying? Yeah, we got you one. Yeah. We got Kobe Bryant and Shaq over there, but let me give you a Wally. Yeah. See, uh, just uh, just real quick on Garnett, and then I have a question for you guys regarding the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, what Ken said about Garnett developing that jump shot the year he won the MVP, he started to develop that jump shot from the outside. When he came to Boston, he was still consistent at 
at that, but he was their defensive anchor. You notice that team got very good defensively uh, uh, right away. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as a, a question for you guys for the Hall of Fame, we talked about it on the show before. Michael Thompson, former Lakers player, now the radio analyst, he's made the case that uh, Michael Cooper should be in the Hall of Fame. I have another player from that Lakers squad that should be at least considered for the Hall of Fame. He is at one time an, uh, an iron player. He, he was a AC Green? Yeah. You can make a case for him being the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he has three rings. He is an Iron Man. Now nah, you letting everybody up. First of all, you know damn well he doesn't deserve that Iron Man because he cheated. When he broke his jaw, he was sitting there. They would put him in the game, and then he'd come out, and he wasn't playing. He stole that Iron Man record. So get that Jerry Curl version of up out of here. I'll uh, probably go uh, Michael Cooper, but I don't know about Coop the loop. Coop, I say yeah. yes. Because you were asking him during the 80s to guard the best perimeter player on all those teams. So, like, he was a key cog. And to me, if you have a great defender, you're not asking him to score. You can't just poo-poo on him and not give him his props. So, Coop, yeah, but then we just letting everybody in if A.C. Green's getting up in this piece. Also, too, to add to Michael Cooper's uh, resume, how many WNBA championships did he win with the L.A. Sparks? At least, at least one a, or two. At least one or two. Several. Or two, yeah. So, so that kind of it can also too. So he got a yeah. But he, they're not gonna send him in for both though. No, no, no. I think no, they no. send you all, in for that. They, I think they. I don't think they do like. I don't think they do like that. They, I think it's like you go in as a coach or you go in as a player. I don't no, think it's. Like, I don't know how they do. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. All I'm trying to say is he can at least he has something to his resume. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to, well, AC Green was a virgin. Oh, well, I mean... That's on his resume. It was. He kept his virginity a, famous, a very long time. famous version. One of the well, my, well, well, Magic just out there slanging it. And AC just like... AC, you don't want none of this? I'm good. Now you're the Magic Man. <laughs> but, Sid, you made a good point. This is one of the best defensive classes of all time, for sure, with these three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be... Yeah. Listen, man, this is a great class. This is a great, great class. The Phenomenal next one, class. The next one's probably going to be... I mean, it depends on when they all retire or who goes in, but you got LeBron going to be come, going, retiring sometime soon. Uh, you got D-Wade. But he's not going to retire with any yeah, of his he's boys. Not gonna, he's not. He's not going to retire. Oh, LeBron's playing probably another two to three seasons. So well, LeBron's D-Wade. probably going to be the highlight of his own class. Probably. That's probably. Yeah. I was thinking because you're going to have uh, D-Wade. Well, Carmelo Anthony, was, Carmelo Anthony is still playing, so you don't tell him when he's going to uh, retire. Mm-hmm. But you can have those three. I don't know when they all going in together. Yeah, Chris Paul, he's going to go in the Hall of Fame for sure. He's at the tail end of his career. So it's a lot of guys right now that at the tail end of their career when they're going to be retiring sometime soon. It would be cool to kind of see when they all go in together. But I don't know. We'll see. 